Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. And so on today, listen, I wanted to, he wanted me to share and he wanted me to express and talk about something during this time. I'm seeing and we and we're checking out more and more. We spoke about it briefly and we well, we identified it or we maybe touched on it a little bit on Wednesday night. But listen, this is a season of great hardship for people. Trouble. People are checking out of life physically. Mentally, spiritually, emotionally, people are checking out. And I'm and God wants me to, He wanted to stop by and talk to us on today as to checking out. And that's why the song was being sung. He's the lifter of your head. Yeah, because listen, when times are at his worst, God is at his best. When things seem to be going on and turmoil. It's flooding so around. That's why we play the praise music, not just for praise and worship, but giving. But the Bible says that we ought to put on a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. That we shout unto God with the voice of triumph. We let God know that God, no matter what, although hell is breaking loose all around me, I'm thankful to you, God. And I give it all to you, God. I can't carry it by myself. I can give it to you. Hallelujah. Amen. My shoulders were strong and built wide, but they weren't built to carry everything. He told us to cast our cares on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he cares for us. Amen. So let me pray with me. Father, I thank you, Father, for this opportunity to minister to these, your people, God. Thank you for the word, God, that's going to come forth on the day, God. Thank you that is already anointed, Father, because you are the anointing, God. Thank you for doing something great in our lives on the day. Heal, deliver, and set free, God. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit on today. Hallelujah, God. Do what you do best, God. Miracles, signs, and wonders, God. I'm step back, Father, that you may step forward, God. Oh, God, be pleased on today for what you hear, Father, and what's being presented, Father, before the people. In Jesus' name, I thank you. Amen and amen. Well, good morning again. Hey, listen, listen, listen. If you haven't told your friends, that your loved ones to tune in, email them, text them now. And tell them to tune in. Those who you know who are suffering. 
Because listen, and if here's a cheat sheet for you. Give them the topic. God is a mender of all things broken. So if you know somebody who's been broken by life, broken by relationships, come on, tell them to, tell them to check in on today. God wants to heal. He wants to mend those things that are broken in their life. Because listen, some of us are walking, we are the walking wounded. We're walking around broken, y'all. Church hurt. I hear it so much. And it's a real thing. I'm not minimizing it, but it doesn't have to be a, a lasting, everlasting thing in your life. You don't have to carry it forever. You don't have to take it on and walk around with it forever. What do you mean, Pastor B, they hurt you? I know it's real. It's, it's painful. But guess what? There's good news. There's good news. God is the mender of all things broken. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Tell your neighbor, yes, he is. He promises in the Bible that he said he makes the crooked places in our lives straight. So we know that things that are broken are out of line. They're no longer straight. So God wants to straighten those things out. Yeah, I know mama gone on. Daddy's on on. My sister, my husband, my child. It hurts thinking about him during this time of year. But he's a mender, y'all. Of all things broken. Yeah, he is. I come, I'm, listen, I live in a house where there was always another set of footsteps walking through this house. But I thank God that he's a mender of those things broken and missing. Yeah, I take the memory of that individual and I give it to God and I thank God for the life that they had. The life we share together that it mends our broken, it mends the heart that was once broken. Now I'm not saying that the pain will, that it will never not go, that, that the pain, but the memories will not ever go away. He takes the sting out of it. He's a mender of all things broken. Listen, people who walked out of your life, salute them and tell them to get the step. <laughs> you know why? Because everybody can't go where you're going. Everybody was not meant to walk in the, in the destiny and the next season of your life with you. Some people purpose have ran out and it's now time to move on. It's not saying that we throw people away. We just understand that everybody's not meant to travel along the same journey for, for the same period of time that others does, or that you do. And you have to understand, and once you categorize and put people in their and, and put relationships in its proper perspective, it helps mend those broken things when they walk away. I know, I know y'all said, well, Pastor B, that sounds so easy to do. Trust me, it's not. I've been there. I've experienced it. We've experienced it. When people walk away from you, turn their backs on you, it's okay. Not in the moment, because you're human. Understand. But when you step back and you see what God has doing, what God is doing, and what God has purposed for your life, you understand that people have to leave. 
Amen. I'm preaching good already. That people have to leave. Why do they have to leave, Pastor? Because it frees up space for the ones who's supposed to be in to get in. And when you're so congested with people who are just taking up space, the ones who God had for you in this season, who's, the, who's been called and purpose and designed to be the blessing that you need to move you to the next level of your life. If they're in the way, you will never get what God has for you. Amen. Because as a member of all things broken, people are designed to be blessing blockers. Some of them know they are, and some of them don't. And because you don't know who they are, when they walk away, it breaks your heart. Amen. But I got good news for you on the day. He's a mender of all things broken. Well, Pastor V, I was qualified for that job. Yeah, you may have been, but that maybe that, that wasn't the job that God had for you. But it was the money, everything that I prayed for. It was money. The, the, the pay was right. The office was right. The position was right. It felt like it lined up. Did it line up with God or did it line up with you? And because it lined up with you and it didn't line up with God, you allowed that thing to break your heart and turn you that God didn't answer your prayer. He's the mender of all things broken, y'all. Turn your Bibles to Psalms 34, 18. Let's just go ahead and jump right on in. Even though I know we've been in for, for a few minutes, man. You got there? Okay, I got one in the in the back, in the in the back in the in the, in the audience and crowd saying, hold on, wait for Psalms 34, 18. It says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. How many have been crushed or felt like you've been crushed by life? Because see, some of us have on our clown outfits. Y'all know the clowns, they walk around with a smile, but on the inside, they've they broken their heart, they're hurting. See, that's the illusion of, of, of the clown. The clown never lets you know what's going on on the inside. They're always ready to perform. Do you want to be, not calling you a clown, but do you want to be the clown where you're always on perform mode, but then you never get healed from the thing that hurts you, the thing that crushed you? Because the only way to be bring true holiness and happiness to others is to know that you are walking around healed. The live free. And God wants to mend that. That's why he said he's close to the brokenhearted. And he saves those who have been crushed. He wants me to tell you that he's, that he's with you. He's there for you. He wants to save you. He wants to mend those things that are, those things that are broken in your life. Yeah, but what you got to do is you got to give it to him. You can't say, I'm going to work it out on your own, and then you isolate yourself. Isolation is the worst thing when you're going through. 
need my child, Pastor. I just need to be by myself. Do you really? Because when you don't know what to say to yourself, guess who else is talking to you? The devil is talking to you as well. You might as well go in and end it. They don't love you. It ain't going to never change. This is the best it's going to get. Yeah, I know they can, you go to church every Sunday and they tell you the best is yet to come. No, it's not. This is it. And when you isolate yourself, that's what you do. You fill yourself up with all that negative, filthy, listen, the spirit of the end. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He's designed. That's what he, listen, he wants to fill you. Your thoughts are, are, those thoughts are created to get you to think opposite of the word of God. And when you isolate yourself, you shut off all things that God has promised to you to be possible. That he comes that you may have life and life more abundantly. And when you shield yourself off, you eliminate all those other avenues. But here's something else for you. And we're going to talk about it. That you have to encourage yourself. The Bible says, in the Lord. And you got to know what to encourage yourself with. You got to know the word of God to tell yourself that I am more than a conqueror. That greater is he that is in me. That is he that, in this, that, he that is in this world. Though they walk away from me, I'm going to stand, God, anyway. I may seem like I'm an island unto myself, but I'm going to lift up my head. Hallelujah. And, about, and the king of glory. He shall, he will come in. But you got to be willing to lift up your head. You got to be willing to remind the devil, listen, though they walked away, I trust in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, I listen, I listen, I believe you, God. No matter what comes, trials, tribulation, the Bible says that what shall separate you from the love of God? Hallelujah. You got to be willing to, to stand in the what. Because the what will come. I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm not trying to escape. But the what is going to come. There's going to be a, a moment in your life where you're going to have to say, God, I thank you. I don't thank you for what's happening, but I thank you that I'm going to get through it. You already at it. I'm already out of it. Hallelujah. Yeah, he's a mender of all things broken. Yeah, you were engaged. I hear you. I hear you out there. I was engaged to be married and he or she walked away. So what? You better they did it then than you get in it and you want to get out. Because see, listen, I've seen people spend $20,000 on, on the ceremony. And don't even last two months. I know y'all like, that's a lot of twos. It is. But it's too many of that and too much of that happening. There's more twos. But listen, people do that and they get they get so broken hearted about that. Listen, I'm, I know, I know that that's one of the trying times and one of the challenging times it could be for some of our lives that feel like somebody don't want you. 
Nothing worse than being a child and feel like your father, your mother don't want you. Being rejected your whole life. And they don't want to have nothing to do with you. So you think. Because all all they're telling you on Christmas and all these different holidays that you expect something, even your birthday, that they're going to bring you something and you stand by anxiously waiting at the window at the door for mommy or daddy to bring me what they promised me, only not to show up. And then you go through life hurting. But no one ever tells you that you can be healed from that hurt. That God wants to mend that. That I don't have to walk around in bitterness towards them. Maybe they wasn't taught how to love. They didn't know how to parent. But who's the great parent? Who's the great lover of my soul? Jesus the Christ. And listen, your job, that once he mends your heart, and your heart is now hope. You have to tell others. You don't have to suffer in silence anymore. He's a mender, y'all. So why fret this season or this time of year where people commit suicide, put guns in their mouth, take pills because life has dealt them what they felt was unfair? Cause listen, I always tell my children that there's no such thing as fair. Fair is a place where they judge pigs and pies. I know y'all out there laughing. It doesn't exist. So so erase that from the faulty teaching that you've been taught all your life. There's no system of fear. That's the thing that comes into town maybe once or twice a year. God works in favor. He doesn't operate in fairness. He operates in favor. And then listen, and here's the other one, and faith. Yes, indeed. So I tell them, don't expect life to treat you fair. What you do is you got to know and show up your relationship with Jesus Christ. And you're never too young or never too old to, to develop one. Why? Because you want to be free. From whatever has broken you or tried to break you, so you can live victorious in the life that God has created for you. And you can't do that when you're bound by hurt. Bound by brokenness. Listen, turn your Bible. We still in Psalms. Go to 147. And for somebody out there, is he gonna read the Bible? I'm reading the Bible. One forty-seven, verse three. You got it. Okay, that that same person in the back said, "Hold on." Yeah, I stretch that hand to that one, that one, that person in the back, and tell them, "Come on up." Give you some tags in that Bible. It says, "He heals the brokenhearted." And binds up their wounds. So God said he healed. So he's telling you, you don't have to not, you don't have to go around not being here. He healed the broken heart. You don't have to go around walking around in trauma with bones out of place. He heals 
You don't have to carry around a brokenness in you. He heals. And he binds up their wounds. That means he, he, he heals you. And he makes sure that your wound is so bound up tight that you don't ever have to worry about it. You know how you have certain pains? And then when he, when you feel like there's a heat, when you know that your body or your, your that, particular, that particular portion of your body is healed, you stop, you don't, you don't your subconscious may think, or oh, maybe still not healed. But then you walk, you're walking and your footsteps get better because you know that you're healed, that, that, you're, that you're healing that's taking root. And so he's bound up those wounds. You know how you used to have something, a little cut on you, and you'd be afraid to touch it because is it still sensitive? Is it still sensitive? God is letting you know that that place that he healed up is no longer sensitive. It's healed. So you can touch it. And you don't Ouch. Or you can't say certain things. Don't mention that person that now, when he heals up your wound, they can say all the names of the person that hurt you all the time, all they want to, and it has no effect on you. Why? Because you feel it. He bound up the wounds of it. Amen. That was good right there. And listen, Isaiah 49 and 13. Isaiah 49 and 13. Isaiah 49 to 13 tells us there is no suffering beyond the reach of our merciful God. So no matter how much you've been in pain, no, how, no matter how deep the wound is, there's no suffering. Come on, y'all type that in there. There's no suffering. Beyond the reach of our God. Hallelujah. Oh, man, that, that is shouting praiseworthy all by itself. Because I know y'all, people are like, I can never get, I will never be able to get through this. I will never be able to heal from this. We do it all the time. You hear it all the time. If people learn to give their lives, their situations over to God, then you listen, people will be healed. Because y'all know y'all know the saying, hurt people, hurt people. When you when you when you learn to give it to God and you know that God there's no suffering that's beyond his then that, then the hurt people will no longer hurt people. Why? Because they won't be walking wounded. See, people are walking wounded because they believe they can heal themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Why do you think the drug? Why do you think the drug epidemic is so huge? Because people believe that I can self-medicate. I can drink enough to make what I'm feeling go away. I can smoke enough to make what I'm feeling going away. I can shoot enough to make what I'm feeling going away, and it only lasts temporarily, y'all. Those highs. You know why they call them highs? Because it takes you up to a, it takes you up to a plateau and then it drops you off. 
when you self-medicate, it's the, it's, that's what the drug is. The drug is designed to cre create such a level of hardness for you that in a moment, you don't realize you've been dropped off. And then you're right back dealing with the same hurt, dealing with the same brokenness, the same void that you tried to fill with so much the alcohol that it never did anything but created even a, a deeper, bigger void. Yes, indeed. Well, how do you know, Pastor B? I know, I know it's gonna, this is going to shock y'all. I used to drink. Yeah, I did. I used to get slovenly sloppy with drinking. You? Yeah, me, Pastor B. Now, I wasn't Pastor B then. Well, that's true. That's not true. I was always passed to be in the spirit, but it had not manifested itself in the flesh. Why? Because I was still living the life of sin. But yeah, I was, I used to get, man, I used to get drunk. And I used to drink because I felt like I, I couldn't, I couldn't be who I wanted to be. In my natural, so I use something else to mask it. Insecurity is broken. Insecurity is a part of being broken. When you don't feel like you are enough. He's the mender of all things broken. I had to learn through the word who I was. That I was a royal priesthood. I was a holy nation. Peculiar people. I was listen, I was set apart by God. That I, I had to realize that He called me out of darkness. That He had His stamp on me all the time. And my life was in turmoil until I accepted Jesus Christ. I was spiraling. I was spiraling. I was always looking for something. And I was just thinking yesterday, God was sharing with me. And I'll and I, I tell y'all my business, I don't have no problem with it because I'm delivered. I used to lie. Yeah, yeah, I was a liar. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't participate in that anymore. When I say I always try to be a person of my word, and people who know me know that. But what I, when I used to be out there, and when I used to lie, he was sharing with me so vividly yesterday. He said, you were a liar because you were so insecure about who you were. You were afraid to let anything in or let anything out that will get close enough to you to either to make an impact positively or negatively. So you lied to mask, to hide your brokenness, your little boy in you. So you created stories about certain things to hide who you were. I know I'm talking real good. I'm talking to somebody out there. Some of us need to come out of that. He wants to mend your brokenness on today. You don't have to hide behind lies. He wants to heal those hurting places in you. Somebody may have touched you as a child. And you wonder why they violated you. 
He wants to mend that on today. You don't have to carry the, the, the pain of your childhood any longer. You can be free from it. Yeah, I'm not telling you that you forget, but what I am telling you is that you can be free. He wants to free you because there's greater life ahead of you if you allow him to free you. If you allow him to mend you. He'll, he'll catapult your life further than you can ever imagine. Why? Because you're no longer carrying an anchor with you. Because as long as you you're carrying around, listen, as long as you're broken, you have an anchor. Because you have something that's holding you and someone who's holding your anchor, holding them, holding you to them. Hallelujah. There's a, they, they got your anchor grounded in what they're in, in your in that situation that's tied into you, and they're holding you captive. The type somebody type it in there. God, cut the anchor. God, cut the anchor. I got to be able to sail. I got to be able to move. Glory to God. Hallelujah. John 14, 22. We move. John 14, 27. John 14, 27. You guys got it? It says, peace I leave with you. Hallelujah. He's leaving you his peace. He's left you his peace, y'all. My peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives it. Hallelujah. See, he ain't no Indian giver. Don't let nobody tell you the Lord give away, the Lord take it away. He ain't no, he's not an Indian giver. I do not give it as the world gives. I do not let your hearts, he said, do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. You looking, you got it? John 14, 27. It says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. So you got to rest. And knowing that God gives you peace. There's, there's no situation. There's no circumstance. There's no trial. No test in your life. That God has not already given you victory over. In it and through it. And he's giving you peace. To be able to come out of it. Amen. How many of y'all want peace on tonight? And I'm saying on tonight is on today. How many of y'all want peace today? Amen. God come that you may have peace. The peace I leave with you. So why is your life in such turmoil when God has granted you peace? Why is your life in such chaos when God has promised you peace? Why do you allow all the rumbling 
of the enemy in your life when he's giving you peace. Amen. Because listen, he's promised us peace, y'all. He's promised us peace. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. He's promised us peace. Glory to God. He's promised us peace. Romans 15, 13. That's Romans 15, 13. And it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. As you trust in him. It says may the God of hope. Fill you with all joy and peace. As you trust in him. You got to be willing to trust in him. Y'all. You got to be willing to cast your cares over to the Lord. For he cares for you. You got to let it go. You know what casting means. You got to throw it out there to him. You got to give it to him. You can't hold on to it. You got to cast your kids over to the Lord as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You have to, listen, you got to give it to him so that you will know that you got the, you got hope. By the power of the Holy, the Holy Spirit. Listen, that I'm I'm over, I've overcome it. I'm out of it. I'm through it. I'm healed from it. Yes, indeed. As I said, a lot of us we want to carry our own pain. He said he's he's bore our sins, he's carried our pain. If he if God said he's bearing it, why are we trying to carry? When do we when listen, when do we give it to him? When do we say, God, I lay it down? I, 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 I listen, God, you know what's best for my life. Here's my pain, here's my sorrow, here's my trouble. Here's my children. Here's my spouse. Here's my job. Here's my finances. I know my finances are wreck. Here's everything, God. I lay it all before you. I give it to you. Thank you for giving me the peace, God, that I need, Father, to go to sleep at night. Hallelujah. Some of y'all can't even sleep because you carry the burdens and the pain of all life that's thrown at you with you to go to bed. You got to be willing to give it over to God. Lay it down before him. And it says the God of peace, y'all. How many of you guys know when the God of peace is involved, there's no trouble. He's Y'all know them guys. Y'all, 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 y'all know about them, them noise cancellation headphones. When God's peace is around, he cancels all the noise around. He silences all the noise around. 
Now I'm not hearing me, neither did he say, and neither am I saying that he didn't say that there won't be the noise, that the noise is still not there, but he cancels it out because the peace of God is there. He gives you peace. Amen. Y'all remember the story that when they were on the water and the ship was rocking and Jesus was there and nice and calm and he was sleeping real nice and calm and they was one day said, Master, why? The water, the water was acting and they was like, how can they was asking, pretty much asking him, how can you sleep in all this? But when you are peace, good God Almighty, hallelujah, listen, when you are peace and peace resides and everything that you say and everything you do, whatever's going on around you, you operate in peace. Hallelujah. It was chaotic around him, but he had to be, and listen, all he got to believe, he said peace, peace, peace. Woo, listen, man. When you know who your God is, and you have a, and you are confident about the love of Jesus and the power of the Almighty God, even when the waters are trouble, he brings peace. Even when the storms of life are raging, there's the peace of God. He tells us that we can run into him and find shelter. <laughs> because he knows that the only way out of, out of chaos is coming into his safety. Oh, man, y'all better come on out there. That's good. That's good news, I'm trying to tell you. That's some good thing. Listen, he, when your life is going on around you, he tells you, come unto me. All the uh, all ye who are labored and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Hallelujah. If it did not exist and it was not possible, he wouldn't have told you to come and get it. Glory to God. Run to your refuge. He's a mender of all things broken. Even you weren't created to fight, fight for your own. He's your helper. He's our helper. So why not ask him to help? Why not look? Why not accept his help on this day? Why go through 2023 still suffering from what happened in 2022, 1992? When does deliverance take place? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo, y'all better come on, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. Because when you know who your help and where your help comes from, you can be free, y'all. You don't have to be in bondage to people, to life, to things, to situations, to circumstances. He's called you to be free. Just because they just because they pronounced the death sentence over your life, you can be free. Why? Because life and death don't reside in their hands. It's in the hands of God. Glory to God. He's a mender of all things broken. Give it to him on today, y'all. Ask God to heal. What's out of joint? What's out of place? What's out of position? Then my life. Help me. Ask God to help me reposition the things that need to be repositioned in my life. Hallelujah. 
He wants to mend your life on today. That pain you you don't have to suffer no more. Yeah, we call you healed from it right now in Jesus' name. We call you delivered in Jesus' name. Come on, accept and take God's love on today. Whatever you're going through, he wants to he wants to free you. He said, whom the son set free is free indeed. If you accept his freedom on today, he grants you freedom today. Yeah, you don't have to wait till tomorrow to be free. You can be free right now. You can be free right now. Hallelujah. So yeah, if that's you out there, come on. Stretch forth your hands. And I pray and I come in agreement with you that today is the last day of your brokenness. Say healing is mine. Deliverance is mine. Salvation is mine. Hallelujah. I receive your healing on today, God. You are a mender of all things broken. Every crooked place in my life, thank you for making it straight on today, God. I am no longer a victim. I'm a victor. Hallelujah. I'm not because of you, God. Oh, God. And I thank you, Father, on today. Come on, y'all. Come on. Shout, I'm free. I'm not what tried to hold me in bondage. I'm not what tried to keep me in captive. Yes. Come on. You can't have it if you can't say it. You got the decree over your life that I'm free. Because listen, no matter what goes on in 2023, if you are in bondage, you will never receive God's best. Come on. You got to break. Look, he's already done it. You got to shake it loose. You got to give it to him. He said, cast just Cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. If you don't think he cares, then, then, then you might have to go to turn me off. But if you know he cares, give it to him. And now what I need you to do is never go back to that place again. Because once you've been free, there's no need to walk back through the same door they held you in bondage. You got to walk. Once you walk away, you got to keep on walking. Amen. Yes, indeed. Yeah. You got you want to come over, Joy? Yeah. Amen. Well, listen, if somebody needs to be saved on today, come on. Come on. Come on. If he's setting you free and he's mending all things broken and you and you've been saying all your life, you don't trust, you don't trust God, you don't trust the word of God. Listen, if you need to be free. You need to be saved. Come on. Give God your life. Don't just give him your mouth. Give him your life. He doesn't want just our mouth. He wants our life. Yes, he does. And that's why when we talk about... Well, I'll talk about that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So if, that is, if you're out there, you need to be saved. Yeah, 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 I see y'all. 
you need to come up or you raise your hand, we can see you all. So just raise your hand and we can pray with you on today. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Hey, listen, blood, if you know somebody moving forward who needs to hear the word of God, flood them with the word. Get them on. Get them on on Wednesday and Sundays to hear the word. There's a shift happening in this ministry. And those who have been a part, I know y'all can feel it. You can sense it in your spirit. There's a shift happening in this ministry. Their lives are going to start coming in here by the droves. When even in the building to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and say to get God's best. And we need y'all to be a part of it. So if we need y'all to start evangelizing, start being ministers. I haven't laid my hands on y'all yet. There's some that I will, but then there's quite a few more that I will as well. We need y'all to be evangelizing. This ministry grows because of the experience and the encounter with God that you are having. Amen. They need to know that Jesus is real outside of the outside of what we got going on that is real in your life as well. And I thank God for each and every one of you guys. If you need to be baptized, reach out to us at the T at TCAN. Let us let, let us know. We have wonderful people who are assisting us in ministry who will get information to you. Thank you, Zach. Love your daughter. You're doing an outstanding job. All of you, Tia, all of you, Taylor, all of you, Leonardo. The, the best administrator on this side of heaven, I tell you. Amen. And Amen. James and Tawanda, thank you guys. All of you guys, Mel, each and every one of you, Antoinette, all of you. I may not see your name from this distance, but I know y'all out there. And I'm not and I'm and I'm not overlooking y'all. We love y'all. Amen. And listen. Remember of all things broken. Okay. Yeah, um, the title is A Mender of All Things Book. Listen, <clears throat> lift your hands out there, all y'all. Lift y'all. We want I want to decree something over you guys live in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you, Father, for your people. God, I decree over their lives right now in the name of Jesus that 2023 it will be the beginning of the best seasons of their lives, Father, as they have submitted and commit their lives to you. God, thank you for showing yourself strong in them, God. We speak over, we speak against sickness, disease, any attack of the enemy. We call them healed and whole, God. Whatever, hallelujah, that runs in their bloodline, we call it canceled right now in Jesus' name. They will not have to suffer. They will not die from that in the name of Jesus, God. Thank you, Father, for the testimonies of your goodness that's going to come forth in their lives like never before. Thank you, God, for pouring in us, God, for continuing to set the, team, the kingdom advancing ministry apart, God, to do your will, God. Oh, God, we accept not ourselves, God. We, we receive no glory, no praise for ourselves, God, but we give it all to you, Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you for trusting us. Hallelujah. With this next season, Father, of souls, by the abundance that will come in, use us, God, to be the leaders, to be the partners that you've called us to be, to be the people that you've called us to be. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen.